Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. Welcome to episode 46 of Talk Tantra to Me. It is such an honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. So today I'm going to be guiding you through a crown chakra meditation that is geared as a way to connect into your highest self, your authentic truth, your authentic self. I'm going to do a little brief overview of the crown chakra before I dive deep into this meditation. So the crown chakra is the seventh chakra and the final chakra in our, you know, um, earthly body, earthly bodily um, chakra system. So if you'd like more information on the first six out of the seven or just kind of an overview of the Kundalini chakra system in general, you can listen to episode six of this podcast, which is titled Awakening Arrows and the Kundalini Chakra um, System. So again, that is episode number six. So to give just a little brief overview of the chakra system, um, these chakras are, you know, the foundations of our energetic bodies um, and oftentimes, you know, various traumas or experiences, you know, in our earthly experience cause us to have imbalances um, or emotion, energy in motion, emotional blockages, right? And so that emotion will tend to be lost in one of our chakras and this causes dis-ease which can actually manifest as a physical disease in the body right? Um, Essentially, you know, the kundalini chakra system is this channel for our life force energy to move through our kundalini or our um, eros. And so this energy kind of originates in the the lower chakras. And then, you know, we see the kundalini rise through, but you do have a channel also at the top of your head, you know, in the crown chakra, which is related to oneness. It's related to the universe, to the cosmos. So the crown chakra, again, is going to be that seventh chakra located at the top of the head, you know, in the crown of the head. And this way, it's really related to our inner divinity, the the God within each of us, and, and also being able to see that godliness in all others as well. And in this way, this is also, you know, our highest self. And to me, our highest self is the person that we are beneath layers of trauma, societal conditioning, uh, fears, guilt, shame, etc. Um, this is also where we are being connected into our spirit guides. And I do believe that our highest self is a form of our spirit, is one form of our spirit guide or one of our spirit guides, but other spirit guides that you can think of are various deities um, or uh, ancestors, uh, different energies or frequencies. Even some people believe them to be, you know, extraterrestrial sort of, or, you know, um, interdimensional beings. 
but generally it's just God or spirit uh, or the universe. There's so many different ways to kind of describe or label this energy and it really comes down to what resonates with you. For me, I really like spirit, spirit guides. I like to refer to um, my highest self, etc. So a good way to think about this chakra is light bulb moments so that it's this idea of kind of getting this download or channeling something. It's again, light bulb moments, having this thought that seems to almost come out of nowhere. It doesn't really seem to belong to you, but it just seems like this genius divine idea or concept, etc. So the ultimate lessons of the crown chakra are those of, you know, compassion and also expansion. So it's seeing, you know, the full potential of yourself and also, you know, seeing that in all others, but recognizing that we all have, again, this conditioning and these conditionings and traumas that kind of keep us from, you know, tapping into that full potential and also oftentimes projecting onto others. And that's where that compassion really comes in. So it's really tapping into how do you learn to to feel what someone is feeling um, and, and have this deep understanding that everything is connected and that the energy of spirit is in all things. You know, everything is energy. We are more than our physical container, our physical body. So uh, this chakra, if, if you've listened to some of my other podcasts about other chakras, most of the chakras are the first seven or first six chakras are either masculine or feminine. And the way that works is kind of in, in how the masculine and feminine energies interweave as they move up the chakra system in our bodies. But those actually come to meet at the crown chakra. So this chakra is both and neither. It is all and everything. So it's not specifically masculine or feminine, which is quite cool. And again, when I speak about masculine and feminine energy. I'm talking about that, the energy, not the physical embodiment or the gender of, you know, masculine and feminine. And if you'd like more information on, you know, masculine and feminine energy, I have a lovely episode with Madeline Moon, Cultivating Masculine and Feminine Polarity, which is episode 24 of this podcast. If you're looking to dive deeper into understanding that, I would highly recommend you check out that episode. That being said, uh, getting back to the crown chakra, I'd love to touch into kind of chatting about the underactive versus overactive elements of the crown chakra. And I would say by and far, most people have an underactive uh, crown chakra. And this relates to kind of this feeling of just feeling confused in the journey of life, feeling lost, not really feeling connected to the bigger picture, maybe sort of having like an agnostic or an atheistic tendency, not feeling the energy of the spirit, not really feeling connected to other people, not feeling connected to purpose, oftentimes feeling very depressed or disempowered. And I like to think that the reason that this is, is because we are told so often to give our power away, whether that is to the government, whether that is to teachers, whether that is to, you know, Jesus Christ, the Holy Savior. And I want to be very clear. I love Jesus. <laughs> I am really down and diggity with my man, Jesus, and Mary Magdalene, who is his divine counterpart, who I equally, if not 
if I'm being completely honest with myself, I'm slightly a little bit more obsessed with. But we are told to kind of give our power away to these institutions or gurus, whether it's in the lineage of Christianity or otherwise. And this leads us away from our higher self, our highest power. Not always. Sometimes it's a good way to sort of get on that path. But oftentimes, again, it's it's separating ourselves from our own inner power, from our own sovereignty. And I think that this is why we often feel disconnected because we need to see that, you know, we are our own God. We have the power to create our own reality. And, you know, there is this inner God or goddess within each and every one of us. And, and we can see that in all others as well. So that's my belief as to why that is. That being said, there are those of us that are overactive in the crown chakra, and I love these people <laughs> in, in the same way that I love all, all humans, but specifically, there's quite this like really beautiful ethereal quality about those that have an overactivity in their um, their crown chakra, and it's kind of like having your head in the clouds. And I think that there's a healthy dose of that. Again, being connected to the crown chakra is super important, but there is an element where that overactivity becomes a problem. And that's where you just have these this total impracticality. You're not grounded at all. It's the person that spends like $1,000 on a crystal but can't pay rent, you know? It's like those really hyper spiritual people that are ha- like they're essentially just like channeling things left and right. They're like speaking under their breath you know, spirits are coming in and almost possessing them. Um, and that's why it's really important to, again, have that sovereignty and also to be really grounded, to be feel really safe and supported in this world via your root and your sacral, your lower chakras. So that being said, those are kind of the the elements of over and under activity. And if you're listening to this episode, I would love for you to, you know, reach out on Instagram or via email or, you know, wherever and let me know if you feel like you have an under activity or an over activity. And I will also say that with all of the chakras when it comes to underactivity and overactivity, what tends to happen is we go from one extreme to the other. So I was raised in a place where pretty much everyone had a very underactive crown chakra and I was raised and socialized to be, you know, sort of the same. And when I broke free from that, I kind of jumped to the opposite side of the, um, to very overactive space. And now I'm coming back into this more balanced, you know, I still have my head in the clouds a bit in a really beautiful way where I also know to come back down and ground and to bring those gorgeous dreams, those divine downloads into reality, to share them with my community and also to bring them into a physical container to allow those, those dreams or those ideas to be manifested so that they can be of service. So, That being said, I would love to go ahead and move into the crown chakra, highest self guided meditation. So if you are not already in a comfortable position, please make your way into that, whether it is sitting in lotus position with your legs crossed, maybe sitting in hero's pose on your knees. I tend to love to lay down for uh, most of my meditations. You're welcome to lay down. Just 
leave out the pillow underneath your head. Try to lay straight on your back so that your spine is completely elongated. Um, and ideally your legs are separated from each other and your arms are set apart from your body with your palms facing up. And in any position that you're in, if you are, you know, in lotus position or hero pose or if you're seated in a chair, ideally have your palms faced up to kind of be in a more receptive state for this meditation. So go ahead and take your time finding yourself in that comfortable position, making any last adjust adjustments before we begin today. Once you're fully settled, taking a moment to connect to your breath, Inhaling nice and slowly and exhaling in a relaxed way. Inhaling deeply into your lower belly with your exhale making a sound or a sigh. Two more times with that movement and sound. Nice deep inhale. On your next inhale, inviting in the energy of peace. Feeling calm energy move through your body from the crown of your head, funneling in, dripping down to fill up each and every body part, starting with the tips of your toes. Relaxing the arches of your feet and your ankles. Letting go of any tension in your shins and in your calves. Breathing peace up into your knees. Letting go of any tension in your quads and in your thighs. Peaceful energy pooling into your pelvic floor. Feeling that calm energy swirling at the base of your spine, moving up vertebrae by vertebrae. Each inhale, welcoming in peace and calm. And with each exhale, letting go of any tension or stress. Bringing peace into your heart space. And relaxing your shoulders. Allowing that calm energy to trickle down your arms. Curving at your elbows. Relaxing your wrists, peace in the palms of your hands, and at the tip of each finger, letting go of any tension in your neck, 
relaxing your jaw and your cheeks. Bringing peace into your third eye space. Feeling that calm energy. Filling your entire body. Now coming all the way up to the crown of your head. Overflowing into the space around you, to your auric body. Inhaling deeply. Exhaling, letting it all go. On your next inhale, welcoming in the energy of acceptance. With your exhale, letting go of any expectations or judgments. In this moment, allowing yourself to become an objective observer. Taking a moment to consider what makes you who you are. Considering all of the circumstances that brought you here to this iteration of your soul expression all of the opportunities and challenges of this soul experience in this lifetime. Calling in your highest self involves fully accepting where you are now. Your highest self is the real you, the person you are truly meant to be, who you are at your core, when nothing is holding you back. It is who you are beneath layers of trauma and conditioning, perceived regrets and mistakes. Just taking a moment to inhale into this, to this person. Full acceptance, knowing that in each moment we do our best until we know better then we do better. Knowing that your best may change and has changed from season to season and even day to day, still acknowledging how your best is now infinitely greater than it once was. Holding space for this continued evolution body your highest self more and more each and every day and seeing how each of these elements to these experiences of your life have brought you to who you are now Picturing this person, you, standing in an empty room, just observing. How do they feel? What are they carrying? What baggage? What lessons? What beauty? 
imagining you could strip away all the things that hold you back from your full potential. Imagining self-doubt dissolving, being replaced with confidence and self-assurance. Picturing this person before you, imagining all the things that get in the way of success, all of the things that get in the way of seeing yourself as a divine God or goddess, king or queen, letting go of any circumstances, lack of resources, lack of forgiveness, illness, baggage from the past, anything that is holding this person back in any way at all. See these problems dissolving, disappearing, going away. Standing in this empty room, what is left? Who is this person when all of these barriers are stripped away? When all of these limiting beliefs or patterns, circumstances, all of them are gone. What's left? It is you. You at your core. Your highest self. Your character that is left when there's nothing getting in the way of complete self-expression. You are safe to be who you are fully and authentically. You may only have a vague picture in your mind right now. Taking a moment to invite your highest self to allow that picture to come into focus become a bit more clear. What do they look like? What are they wearing? What is their expression? What energy do you feel emanating from their being? extend this visualization into the space around them. Where are they? Where do they live? What do they do? How do they live in purpose? What excites them? What are they passionate about? stands beside them, who supports them, who are they co-creating with, begin to see yourself as this person. Highest self is inherently you. As your highest self, what are your motivations? What drives your behavior? What catches your interests or propels you to take action? 
think about your personality and character traits. Those that are left when all the barriers and projections and fears have been removed and gone away. At your fullest potential, your simplest form, no fears. What traits do you have? What do you identify with? How is your energy? Are you laid back and calm? Are you energetic and excited? Introverted or extroverted? Quiet, talkative? Are you creative or are you practical? What sorts of things do you appreciate or admire? Who do you surround yourself with? Who do you like? Who do you admire? Think about all of the characteristics of the person who is left when all of these barriers, all of these limiting beliefs and fears are removed. value imagining all of the details of this person who you most want to be and who you innately are deep down acknowledging that your dreams are for you you have the potential to unlock this timeline and you are getting closer by showing up today in this practice. Taking a moment now to ask your highest self if they have any messages for you. Stepping into that objective, observant quality of your mind holding space for any thoughts or feelings or bodily sensations that come up in this moment as you ask for any advice or guidance from your highest self. Again, objectively observing, taking notes, any visualizations or sensations coming in in this moment. Allowing whatever needs to come through to do so without expectation. Just receiving the energy and the divinity of your highest self in this moment. And then thank your highest self with an embrace. Feeling yourself molded so you become one. Truly claiming that this ideal person is you. This is who you are at the core beneath all of life's getting in the way. Your highest self is you. Just spend a few moments embodying your highest self. What does that feel like? Enjoying all of the expansive, pleasurable sensations that come with 
being fully liberated, feeling safe to be who you are without fear of judgment or expectation. Feeling a sense of calm and serenity, secure in who you are. Knowing who you are. This is you, your highest self. I invite you to take your highest self with you at the close of this meditation, allowing this true essence of yours to shine through in every day of your life, inspiring others to step into their highest self as well, allowing your values, personality, and motivations to guide your behavior to make up who you are. always be connected to your highest self, this positive, confident person, someone who you genuinely appreciate and enjoy being underneath the challenges, the expectations, the demands of living in a human society. This is the real you that will always be with you. Feeling the earth beneath you, this generous, loving support of our planet, guiding you and supporting your intention to carry this highest self with you, to live in alignment with your highest truth and your soul purpose. Gently coming back into the room, inviting some movement into your body. Maybe wiggling your fingers and toes or circling your neck. Maybe doing a full body stretch. Just checking in with yourself and seeing what you need to come back into the present. I want to thank you again for tuning in today to this episode truly believe that each and every person that finds this podcast and specifically this episode has a divine duty to truly step into their highest self to inspire and to guide others. If you are struggling in truly claiming this beautiful quality of your inner light, of this divine life force moving within you, I would love to invite you to reach out to me. I do offer some one-to-one mentorship programs that are specifically focused on really seeing where you may be housing fears, living beliefs, shame, guilt, or stuck stuck traumas to really liberate yourself and grow through it, to live in this expansive way, to create the life that you love that truly alchemizes the painful, you know, traumatic experiences of humanity into, you know, something purposeful, right? And I use the Kundalini Chakra system as a framework, but my one-to-one mentorship programs are directly tailored to your needs. We'll start with a free discovery call in which I will suggest a framework that fits your deepest desires, addresses your biggest challenges, and capitalizes on your greatest potential for growth. If you are interested in working with me one-to-one, you can apply for a free call at www.talktantratome.com and then just click the work with me tab. 
Otherwise, there are also an incredible number of other free resources on this podcast and otherwise on the internet. Definitely give me a follow on Instagram at Talk Tantra to me, and it's the same on uh, Twitter. And you know, I'm always offering free little downloads and uh, musings as well. I want to express my gratitude to the listener. Thank you again for opening yourself up to the idea of sacred sexuality. And if this podcast resonates with you, I'd love to hear it in the reviews. It means the world to me to hear your perspective and your reviews also help this podcast become a bit more relevant in search results, which means that more people are able to benefit from the wisdom of spiritual intimacy. And if you'd like to take an even more proactive role in awakening the collective to sacred sexuality, I'd love it if you screenshotted this episode and shared it on your social media. And if you do so, please tag me so that I can thank you personally. With so much gratitude and love, have a sexy and spiritual day, and I'll catch you next week on Talk Tantra to Me. Ta-ta!